what is going on you guys this is pam with 2200 taps hey listen this episode is going to be really unique and i'm going to tell you right now if you have kids in the car i don't usually do disclaimers but i'm going to do one on this one if you have kids in the car if you have people that are very sensitive to a lot of the stuff that we talk about go on ahead and find another episode that you might think is a little more suitable but if if you're ready to go um, I would encourage you to really stick with us on this episode. My next guest, he is a survivor of an, a suicide attempt. So his speech is very, very slurred. But between myself, him and his wife, we did our best on this episode to really bring his story out for you guys. So it's about a half hour or so. Stick with us. A lot of just really, um, a really good takeaway from this entire episode. So um, even if you feel like you're getting lost in the episode, stick with us. We're going to absolutely do our best to make sure that we, um, help you guys understand what he is saying. So with that, get ready for this episode. Here we go. Well, what is going on, everybody? It is your girl, Pam, with 2200 Taps. It's been a little while since I've checked in with you guys, but I have been super busy with my school and nonprofit uh, ribbon cutting ceremonies and all this fun stuff. So we are back and we are changing the game right now because my guest right now, he is an army veteran, but most importantly, I brought him on the show because he is a, um, he is a suicide attempt. He's a survivor guys. And we've had a couple of people on the show that have attempted and survived and we've heard their stories Uh, This gentleman, his name is Roy Oddball Williams, and I am joined with him and his amazing wife tonight, and the reason I have her as well is because she is very much part of um, his, him overcoming what he's gone through, and Roy, more specifically, um, if you can see him on the Zoom call, he does have some, some facial, just things that messed him up after he, he attempted, and, uh, we're going to talk more about what happened. So his speech is a little slur, but between the three of us, we are going to rock this. We are going to get his story out to you guys because that's what's important here. And somebody needs to hear this. So I am joined today by Roy and his beautiful wife, Tracy. Thank you guys so much for being here today. And guys, if there's a, if there's a delay, they've got a little bit, they're out in the, in the country and sometimes there's a delay right now. So we're going to work through this. All right. Thank you guys for joining us. There you go. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. So I want to get started. Roy, I met you uh, through Carrie Ann and Josh with Valor Ranch and didn't really get to know you until just this past Saturday playing music by the fire and kind of talked a little bit and you guys, what was that? Okay, okay. You have a beautiful voice and it's very kind. Oh, thank you, thank you. I, uh, I, I, I say I'm not a singer, but I can definitely hold a note. <laughs> and I think between all of us, we did a pretty damn good job drinking and singing and having fun. So that's what it's about, right? But thank you for that. Um, so I want to dive right in, Roy. I, um, you know, and Tracy, please help me. You know translate if because it's kind of hard to hear him already but if if we kind of have hiccups or something maybe you can help clarify some of the stuff he's saying on his end for myself and the listeners um 
But Roy, if you can hear me, I know we're, we're cutting in and out. What is your story? When did it all start? How, um, there you guys are. So your story, when, when did, what ultimately led you to your suicide attempt? What was your story? The suicide attempt was kind of a culmination of bad things. I mean, uh, I came home to the basic form kind of irritated. He said he came home from Desert Storm, kind of irritated, guys. So your so your wife passed away. You were in a motorcycle wreck. They got you back. So you passed away in a wreck, and they brought you back. I died twice. In that wreck. You died twice in that wreck. Okay. Never. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Six times they were dead. got really yeah, depressed okay he said he got really depressed after his wife died his mo- motorcycle accident come back home from desert storm okay so you got you got very depressed and then what happened I The day after Thanksgiving four years ago. That's when... The only gun I had in the house was a Russian Russian a seven six feet by five four about a seven eight six. That's where you put the rifle? Right under your... He's pointing to right under his chin, guys. Okay. And for those for those that can't see, but you're going to see it if you're on YouTube watching this, he is pointing right now to a picture frame on his wall behind him, and he framed the bullet hole from his exit wound. And that's what he's pointing to. 
So you you sent me. Right here. Wow, it came out of the front of his face. So it came out, it went under your chin, and it came out in between your eyes. It went straight back to the wall. Okay, so so I'm I'm just I gotta explain this to my listeners because not everybody can see you, but guys get on YouTube, watch this video and watch what he's talking about. This is intense. I mean, this is intense, man. So you said in your note to me that when it happened, your glasses flew off. You saw it happening. Uh-uh. Like, they blew off. Like, Ain't that some shit? You can curse. It's okay. said and i'm going to repeat it that when you realized you weren't dead you called 911 and you were on the phone with the operator for over 28 minutes 28 minutes and 11 seconds and they that's how long it took for them to to try to understand you because your your face was blown open you had no jaw that's what uh they couldn't understand what I was saying in my eyes. You know, I'm talking, I'm talking to but the only way they found me was a prison line, called in, and it gave my address. Wow. That's the only way that they found where I was. The only way they found where you were is a friend of yours called in and gave them your address. Oh, okay. And, uh, we live in a rural, rural part of the Mexican part, and they don't have, uh, cell phone pinging at, uh, nine out where we are. You know, so they had to wait until they got the address. And, uh, wow. I just didn't want to do that, but I didn't want to just, like, raise the guy. You know, too slow. So he said he's in an area where they couldn't ping his phone because they're so remote that the only way that they found him was his friend that gave him the address. I just didn't want to do that. And, uh, 
a family that I had great connected with from high school kind of took me in. And uh, there was three players on that class. See, I had no participation, and she was only standing me apart. Sorry, guys, the internet keeps coming out. That's how you met Tracy? So, so to back up, guys. Yeah, so so to back up, his friend Josh and his wife Carrie Ann, who are now the founders of Valor Ranch, helped, helped you get on her feet. And in the process, Tracy came in to help, and that's how y'all met. So, Tracy, can you hear me okay? Yeah. Okay, cool. So I want to ask you real quick, Roy, I'm going to, I'm going to shift gears to your beautiful wife over here. Um, how, what was the first interaction with Roy and what was that like for you? And what was it about him that just attracted you to him and wanted to, when did you know, like, I want to be with him? Like, well, what did that look like for you? What was that encounter like? Oh, no. <laughs> Well, I had read post that there was a vet in need, and when I saw his address, I realized it was right next door to me. So my intention was take over my phone number. If he gets suicidal or if he needs anything, I'm right next door. And I fought it for a long time, but he kept inviting me over and cooking for me, even though he had a feeding tube. <laughs> He is the most amazing cook. <laughs> and he kind of suckered me in. <laughs> <laughs> he is an amazing man. He has an amazing car. He's an amazing cook. <laughs> um, not love him. Most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the time. <laughs> he's still he's still a grunt, so I mean <laughs> it's all good. Um okay, so hello, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Whew. I'm I tell you, we're gonna truck through this. We're gonna make it work. Yeah. So, <laughs> okay. So so what now that you're here, Roy and you're sharing your story with other people, what would you tell people that are ready to just end it? They're just like, I can't do this anymore. I'm done. What would you tell them? And Tracy, please, you can help help me out here if um, we need help. Uh, you know, uh, I had resources available. You know, they were I just didn't want to be here. 
He said he had a bunch of connections, guys, and he failed to use them. He said that if you're thinking about doing it, the biggest thing is to get involved with people and get your support. Get involved with something. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Communication. Uh, Communication is a... There's always somebody to talk to. You know, talk it out. You know, yeah. you don't know. Don't try to handle it yourself. Don't try to handle it yourself. Don't try to handle it and yourself. Don't think, don't think that it is. Uh, You're not alone. Don't think yourself alone to handle it. Because sometimes, no matter how strong you think you are, Sometimes you find rock bottom, you know? Yeah. Yeah, he said no ma- don't try to handle it on your own. And when you hit rock bottom, I mean, you will hit rock bottom. Just We can't do this alone. You're absolutely right. Oh. It is, as far as somebody on the other side, me bringing my phone number over and telling him I was there is, way, way, way out of my comfort zone. <laughs> Something I would have never normally done. <laughs> and look what happened. Look where it landed you. I have the most amazing husband. <laughs> He's alive. <laughs> no. So, you know, don't be afraid to talk to someone. Exactly. I mean, I was Kelly, <laughs> too cute. <laughs> oh man! One of the things that I had to learn after leaving the army was there in a civilian world, camaraderie, brotherhood, compassion is lacking in a civilian world. And it just totally amazed me when Pisces paints a beautiful as she is, put over and gives me her phone number and say, call me if she needs me. You know, I mean, I was, I was shocked. Yeah, he said... Yeah. He said the the camaraderie and and things that we have in the military it's it's not it lacks in the civilian world. So when his wife, now wife, gave him his phone number, it just shocked him. So, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> look at that yeah. smile. Oh God, 
Y'all are too cute. <laughs> hey, if you don't cry once on this show, we're not doing something right. So it's totally cool. <laughs> well, I, I, you know, we just, I'm glad we got really down and straight to the point right out the gate. And I, I, I don't want to take up too much more of your time. What are you, are you flirting with your wife in front of me? What are you doing? <laughs> well, we've done a great job tonight. I think we've, we've done a great job. We got everything we need. How do you feel? How do you feel about that? I feel Well, I... You are. I hope that they are on the way. I hope that at least one person gets that they turn there and don't cry to go alone. And hang in there. You're making me cry, dude. You're seriously making me cry. <laughs> oh, shit. This is good. This is good. This is what it is, right? Oh, hang in there. Don't give up because the world does need it. The world needs you. I'm not Christian, but I am a believer. And the Creator put everyone here for a reason. Don't waste it. Don't waste it. Don't waste it. I'm a believer. You know? And help yourself. As well as much as you can, and keep yourself good. Don't give up. You're worth it. Damn it, Roy! <laughs> I can't do this, man. Oh God. Oh, I love you, man. I I haven't really spoken to you a lot, but I thank you for sharing that, and you know to see. Uh, a man with your with your story in particular saying don't waste it exactly. don't waste it um that hits pretty hard for me and um thank you thank you very much of course of course i think we're i think we're good to wrap up are you good with that I'm good. All right. I'm going to I'm going to tell my listeners bye-bye, but y'all stay on, okay? Nice. All right. Well, guys, this was a short and sweet episode. Probably the one I've cried the most on <laughs> so far <laughs> as a host, but I know it was hard at times to understand Roy. We did our best to really uh, you know, tell you what he said and i hope you took away something from this episode and here's the deal man if this episode was really hard to understand you need to understand that is that is 
the consequence of a decision a decision he chose to make almost four years ago. But you know what? He, instead of sitting in it and being afraid to share his story because people can't understand him, he is sitting right here in front of me and he is sharing it. And we are doing, we are teaming up to make sure his story gets told for you, to you guys so you guys can understand it and see this man um, who once thought the life wasn't worth living. And here he is telling you, don't waste it. So you guys, don't waste it. I'll see you in the next episode. Well, it, yeah, I, I, I just kind of speechless right now, you know, when you think about everything. So I'm just glad you're here. I'm glad you're sharing story, your story. I'm glad you've got your beautiful wife with you. I'm glad you've got one hell of a support unit around you. And you'll always, always, always have people willing to fight for you and you too, Tracy, because even as the spouse of somebody who's done this, you know, there's still a lot of just emotion around it and no, you've got a lot of support around you, you know, I realize that now. a lot. And, um, I am blessed to know you guys. That's for sure.